0: Hey everybody, good morning and welcome to Church Online. We're so glad that you're here uh, joining us, whether it's in your living room or bedroom or wherever you're at right now. We're glad that you're you're tuning in and spending some time with us for church this week. I especially wanna give a shout out to those of you who maybe you're tuning in for the very first time. It's been kind of fun to watch all of the people who have found our church for the very first time during this kind of unusual season of quarantine and Church Online that we're in. And I know we're starting to have some reopening conversations in our culture now, and certain parts of our country are already opened up. Some churches are beginning to meet together in person again, and that's so exciting. And so I look forward to the opportunity that we'll have, hopefully soon, to meet some of you in person that that we've never met before. And um, also excited today that we're beginning a brand new series called New Normal. You know, all of us are kind of adjusting to this new normal that we live in and that we're, even though things are starting to reopen, there's some things that are gonna still be a little weird and this kind of new normal that we're gonna have to embrace for a little bit. And so we're gonna talk about that uh, for the next few weeks here. And um, I wanted to, before I get into the content today, just kind of want to give you a little bit of a heads up of where things are headed. I know with our, here in Delaware, our governor and some of the announcements that have been made and some of the reopening plans that are starting to happen People have started to kind of ask, hey, what's, what's the church's plan? When does the church reopen? When can, we, when can we meet in person again? And listen, there is nobody who wants it more than me, all right, uh, nobody who wants it more than me. And so I just kind of wanted to talk about where we're at on, on all of that. You know, there's a, there's a tension that we have to try to manage. One is, how do we make sure people are safe and that we follow guidelines and protocols? and. Um, How do we make sure that the effort that our people are putting in uh, is is really worth their time and their effort? And um, I know all of this looks good online, and the production quality is high, and and all of those things. But really, it's important for everybody to remember that our church is predominantly run by our dream team. We only have a handful of staff, uh, only a couple full time staff, and a couple of part time staff. And so, for us to be able to come back and do full on services, we have to make sure that enough of that dream team who, are, who do things on a volunteer basis feel safe coming in. And there's a unique tension that gets created here where in order to keep the social distance guidelines in place, we, we actually have to offer more services so that we can keep the crowd numbers down. But to have more services requires more people, more dream team to make those services happen. And so it kind of stretches us Thin. And so we're, we're kind of trying to measure all of those different variables and make sure that when people do come into our facility that it's, it's safe and that it's also excellent. And we don't want people to come into our building and have to be so focused on the guidelines that we don't get to experience the joy of being together. So here's where we're at. Uh, we are, are, are having some conversations about what it would look like to reopen our services after the 4th of July holiday. So somewhere around mid July, I don't want to give you an exact date because we're not 100% sure yet. There's a a handful of reasons for that. One is is obviously getting the building ready to have people in it again. But we're also working very hard, again, volunteers, uh, to upgrade our digital experience because we know a chunk of you are either not gonna be able, maybe you're in a higher risk part of the population, or unwilling to venture out and come into a, A a corporate gathering like we would have at church and I get that I understand that I also know based on our survey there's about half of you who call true life home who would say I'll come back right now Uh, over 50% of you said I would come back to church today if you would open the door I'm ready first chance I get I'll be there and then um, the rest of you are are more cautious and so we're fine with both of those but we want to make sure if you are staying home and doing church online that you get the best experience possible. So I have to give our team time to finish implementing some of the technology and testing and training and all of those things. And it's gonna take us a few more weeks to do that. So I'm asking you, be patient with us, uh, give us grace, stay locked in, stay faithful. And um, when we do come back in person, we're gonna make sure that it's the best experience possible as we come back together and worship. And it's gonna be a lot of fun. Now what we may do in the interim And I don't want to get again, I won't give you a date today, but somewhere towards the middle of June, what we might do is go ahead and open the facility for those of you that would like to come and watch the pre-recorded service on the big screen in the auditorium. So that'll at least get you back in church. Uh, You'll see other people in church. And I know that would be a good interim step for, for some of us. So stay tuned in, pay attention. We'll share all the news and all the details as we're able to make those decisions and figure out how to do this the right way. It's new for all of us. None of us have ever had to navigate anything like this before. And, um, and I just appreciate your flexibility and your prayers as we navigate all of it. All right. Uh, and when we do come together, man, it is going to be awesome. You know, with all of those things that we're doing that are new and the technology changes and the upgrades, there's actually some new serving opportunities. And I want to remind you of the digital connection card. In fact, our team will go ahead and post a link to that right now in the chat in church online and on Facebook and YouTube, uh, that digital connection card is available to you. It's a great way to communicate with us about the needs in your life, the prayer requests in your life, but it's also the perfect way to let us know if you'd like to get more involved, if you'd like to serve on a team. And we're gonna have a, a handful of new serving opportunities that we need to start training people on right now. We need camera operators and Uh, people in the technical parts of our team, that if you like to be behind the scenes, um, man, what a great place for you. And so fill out that connection card, let us know. Say, hey, I'd, I'd, I'd be interested in being a part of that production team who is gonna make our online experience go to the next level and our team will reach out to you, get connected with you. It's gonna be fun. It's gonna be a really, really, really awesome upgrade to our online experience and I'm excited to see what it looks like. All right. Let's get into the content for today as we begin this brand new series. And I want to start by showing you a passage of scripture that is, is really going to be our theme passage for the series. And it comes from Matthew chapter 11, verse 28. And when I read the words of this passage, honestly, I can relate to them because, uh, this, this season that we're in has been, it's been different. Um, I think it's especially different for people who do what I do. Um, but I know for a lot of you that's true as well. It's a different kind of mental grind. It's a it's a different kind of wear and tear as you're trying to make decisions and lead. And um, depending on the kind of job you have, you know, at first Zoom seemed like the greatest thing ever. And now you're just like, man, if I have to get on another Zoom call, I'm gonna pull my hair out. I get it, been there. Some of us are lonely and we're missing people. and. And so I just love this passage from Matthew chapter 11:28. 28. It says, are you tired? Worn out? Burned out on religion? Jesus says, come to me, get away with me and you'll recover your life. Hey y'all listen, you're good. It, it's going to recover. You're going to get your life back. Jesus is saying though, look, like, like, even now, before things get back to normal, you can experience a, a sense of recovery. He says, I'll show you how to take a real rest, walk with me and work with me and watch how I do it. And I think over the next several weeks, this is the gift that the Holy Spirit wants to give us. To figure out how in the midst of all this new normal that we're trying to live through, you can still have some rest. You can still have some peace. And Um, I I was talking to one of our overseers this last week, and my pastor, and he called me, and said, man, just how you doing? How are you hanging in there? How can I be praying for you and your family? And I I just told him, I said, honestly, man, um, I'm really torn, because on the one hand, I've got a lot of excitement, a lot of vision for what we're doing as a church, and how we're gonna engage people in a new way, and how we're gonna take things up a notch, But at the same time I feel kind of tired like I really just crave being around people again and not preaching into a lens and actually connecting face to face with people and I I know some of you are feeling the same way maybe you're not a pastor maybe you're not a preacher but you're feeling the same way like you're just kind of tired and and so I, I want the gift to all of us in this season to be an encounter with Jesus that that helps us, that helps us navigate that. And we we can learn from Jesus. He says, learn the unforced rhythms of grace. Jesus says, I'm not gonna lay anything heavy or ill-fitting on you. Keep company with me, and you're gonna learn to live freely and lightly. I could use some of that right now. I bet you could too. I bet you could too. Let me show you another passage that we're going to visit a lot during the series. It comes to us out of 1 Thessalonians 5.23. May God himself, the God of peace, sanctify you through and through. May your whole spirit, soul, and body, so that's the three parts of you, be kept blameless at the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ. The one who calls you is faithful, and he will do it. He'll do it. And so this is my prayer for you as we as we get into this series: that, that your, your, your spirit, soul, and body would be kept blameless. That, that you would come out on the other side of this as we begin to reopen and we, we begin to re-engage, that, that we would find that we've even progressed in our relationship with Jesus, that we've that we've even moved forward in our walk with him, and that we're experiencing this, this peace and and we've we haven't fallen back into old habits and we haven't fallen back into old patterns and, and that we're trusting God and we know he's faithful to come through for us. You know, there's, there's really one way to make sure that that happens in your life. And that is, to, that is to be intentional about creating moments to have an encounter with Jesus. You know, an encounter with Jesus changes everything. I found myself needing a little more. I, I need to have more frequent encounters with Jesus right now. I need to talk to him more. I need, I need to hear from the Holy Spirit more. I need to engage in his word more. Because in in an encounter with Jesus, everything changes, everything. Everything changes. There, there's a man in your Bible who desperately needed an encounter with Jesus. And, and at first glance, when we read this story, we might not think that we have a whole lot in common with him, but. It's possible we have more in common with him than we, than we realize. And the story comes to us in Mark chapter 5, verses 1 through 5. It starts, and it says, So, so they arrived, that's, that's Jesus and his disciples, his crew of people, at the other side of the lake in the region of Gerasenes. When Jesus climbed out of a boat, a man possessed by an evil spirit came out from the tombs to meet him. So, so this, there's a, a man possessed by an evil spirit basically hanging out in the graveyard. He comes out from the tombs. This man lived in the burial caves and could no longer be restrained, even with a chain. It says, whenever he was put into chains and shackles, as he often was, he would snap the chains from his wrists and smash the shackles. No one was strong enough to subdue him. Day and night, he just wandered. I wonder how many of us feel like we're wandering through this season right now. He wandered among the burial caves and in the hills, howling and cutting himself with with sharp stones. There's some things I notice about this man's story that I think we might have more in common with than we realize, especially during these, these two months, two and a half months now, where we've been so separated from one another. You know, what's interesting about this is there's some things that are true about this man that I think would be true for a lot of us, even if we were not in a lockdown, even if we were not in a quarantine. There's some things that I think would, if we were really honest about it, these things are true about our lives. They were true about our lives before all of this began. And if we don't have an encounter with Jesus, they'll continue to be true about our lives, even when life goes back to normal. You see, there's a few things about this guy that Number one, he was, he was isolated. He was alone. He, he was separated from everyone. So some of us have, have felt that way lately, just, just isolated, lonely. Like, like we just don't have any meaningful relationships. But an encounter with Jesus can change that. An encounter with Jesus changes everything. He, he was isolated, he was, he was imprisoned. You say, well, he wasn't imprisoned, Michael. He said he broke all the shackles off. Yeah, there was a time where where people were trying to restrain him. Maybe this man had become dangerous or people just weren't comfortable with him, but these these evil spirits were so strong, he would just, he would break off those chains and those shackles, but he was was still in a prison. He was imprisoned by this evil spirit, this, this torment that had taken over his life. Some of us are feeling that way right now. I've had some days where my house even though it's got my family in it and I love my family dearly. If you're anything like me you've had some moments where you're like, can we just go do anything? Can we get, can we go anywhere? We start to feel imprisoned, isolated, imprisoned, and ultimately it leaves us feeling incomplete. Like you're just not a whole person. Something's off. Something's not right. And I don't want to be selfish and I don't want to use this platform for my own gain. But I do want to ask you true life, especially those of you who you're, you're like just the prayer warriors out there. You're praying people, man, there's a group of people I would ask you to pray for right now. Um, and there's actually several groups of people I would ask you to pray for right now, especially with what's been going on in the news and, and in our world right now. And, but I, I was on a zoom call last week with, with a group of pastors and about 15 pastors and we're going around the group and just talking about what's going on. And, and, and this group of pastors is specifically focused on serving and pastoring other pastors. And, you know, I noticed kind of a, a similarity among all of the people there and, and just a kind of a tiredness, a tired look on their face. And, and we're trying to figure out what do pastors need right now? And how do we serve them? And how do we care for them? And how do we pastor them? And 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 so many just're kind of at a loss for words because in this world of what we do, you, you kind of get used to the interactions with people and and then all of that is is gone all of a sudden and and we've seen some pastors actually in this season make some uh, painful choices, brought a lot of pain into their world and into the, their family's world, ultimately into their church's world and this is, can I just tell you, this is not the time to make major life decisions. This is not the time to decide whether or not you're going to stay married or unless there's an abusive or dangerous situation. This is, this is not the time when, when we're so disconnected, so isolated, so imprisoned and feeling incomplete. And so I want to ask you to pray for spiritual leaders. I want to ask you to pray for people who are living a life right now that feels isolated and imprisoned and incomplete that that God's grace would cover them and that that there would be an encounter with Jesus like this man is about to have that, that that the Holy Spirit would step into each and every one of those situations and minister to those people I want to ask you to pray for that This guy is isolated. He's imprisoned. He's incomplete but there's good news coming because there's an encounter with Jesus that's just around the corner. Look, it says, While Jesus was still some distance away, the man saw him, ran to meet him, and bowed low before him. With a shriek, he screamed, Why are you interfering with me, Jesus, Son of the Most High God? In the name of God, I beg you, don't torture me. And that's not the man talking, that's the evil spirit talking. For Jesus had already said to the spirit, Come out of the man, you evil spirit. There's an account. he has this encounter with Jesus. That in that in that moment, the minute Jesus speaks and commands that spirit to come off of him, everything changes. Everything. Listen to me, y'all. It doesn't matter if you're gathering in large crowds, it doesn't matter if the stores are open or closed. It doesn't matter if we're watching church online or not. It doesn't matter what's going on in your world. I'm just telling you, an encounter with the Savior can change everything. Maybe you're feeling a little isolated right now. Maybe you're feeling in prison. Maybe you're feeling incomplete. I'm just telling you, the answer is an encounter with Jesus. You can have that today. Right there where you're at. Right there in your bedroom or your living room or or wherever it is you're watching this message right now. An encounter with Jesus is available to you and it'll do some things for you. It did some things for this man, this guy. I I want you to look. An encounter with Jesus will give you some things. Here's the first one. An encounter with Jesus gives you access. It gives you access. When you come into relationship with Jesus, the Bible teaches us that we go from being separated from God to having instantaneous access to God. We, We get access to him. You see it in this guy's story. Look, the the crowd comes up and gathers around Jesus, and they saw the man. They're like, whoa, hey, we recognize that guy. He's dangerous. He's not safe. I'm I'm sure some of them are even thinking, he he shouldn't be here right now. They saw the man who had been possessed by the legion of demons, and he's sitting there. He's not isolated anymore. Now he's with Jesus. He's not just with Jesus. He's with Jesus' people. His whole world has been changed. His whole reality has been changed. He's now got access to the living Savior, to the God of the universe. An encounter with Jesus will give you an access like you've never had before. And I want to encourage you. I want to challenge you. Don't miss out on the access that you have to your Savior. Like, you can talk to him anytime you want. You can be in his presence anytime you want. You can hear from him anytime you want. You've got access. Through a relationship with Jesus, you've got access to the power of God in your life. An encounter with Jesus gives us access. Here's the second thing it gives gives us, it gives us freedom. He didn't have to be chained up anymore. He didn't have to be shackled anymore. He didn't have to be tormented and tortured anymore. Now he's free. An encounter with Jesus will bring freedom into your life. An encounter with Jesus brings freedom into my life. It says a crowd soon gathered around Jesus and, and they saw that man who'd been possessed by the legion of demons. He was sitting there fully clothed and perfectly sane. His mind is clear. And they were all afraid. And that word afraid isn't, isn't just a, a, a fearful, it was, a, it was a, an awe, a wow moment. How is this possible? Some of us are in some situations right now that seems so upside down and so backwards and you're feeling so imprisoned. And I'm just telling you, an encounter with Jesus can break all that off your life. You can have access and you can have freedom. And here's the last thing it does. An encounter with Jesus will bring a fresh purpose into your life. It brings access, it brings freedom And it brings purpose. Look, this guy's had his life changed and as Jesus is about to leave, he's going to get in the boat. The man who had been demon possessed begged to go with him. Jesus, I just, you've changed my life. Can I, I just want to come with you. And Jesus says, no, I've got a a purpose for you now. I need you to go home to your family and tell them, tell them how the encounter with me, tell them how the encounter with Jesus, change your life. Tell him everything the Lord has done for you and how merciful he's been. So he did. The man started off to visit the ten towns of that region and began to proclaim the great things Jesus had done for him. And Everyone was amazed at what he told them. Everyone. Je- Jesus sends him out to show the world how his life's been changed, his new access, his new freedom, his new identity. No more fear, no more anger, no more rejection, no more isolation. Now he's whole. He's not incomplete anymore. All because of an encounter with Jesus. And hey, church family, you know what, the, you know what I think the world needs more than anything right now? especially as we begin to come out of this season of extreme isolation. You know what the world needs? You know what people around you need? They need someone who's had an encounter with Jesus and who can tell them about it. They need someone who can explain how they've got access to God and how that's created a peace in their life in the midst of all this craziness. They need someone who who has has some freedom who knows who they are. They're whole and they're complete. I need you to tell your story. I think it should be believers who lead the way as we come out of a season of gripping fear. It should be believers who lead the way and say, I'm not gonna live my life in fear. That's not who we are. I believe Jesus has this. I believe he cares for me. I believe he's protecting me. We're gonna be smart, we're gonna be responsible, but we're not gonna live in fear. I wonder if you've had an encounter with Jesus lately. Right there where you're at, your living room, bedroom, wherever you are, would you you close your eyes right now as we pray? And I wanna talk to those of you who've maybe never had an encounter with Jesus. Maybe you didn't even know that was possible. But as I've talked about this today with you, there's something stirring on the inside of you. Maybe you even find yourself craving that. Maybe you're realizing there's something that you've been missing out on. Maybe you've been feeling isolated Maybe you've been feeling imprisoned. Maybe you've been feeling incomplete. Today's the day. Right now is the moment where you can have your first encounter and everything can change. And if you want that to happen today, if you'd like to begin a relationship with Jesus and you've never had that before, right now in our chat there's going to be a little button you can click that just says, Hey, I'm raising my hand and I'm saying that's me. I need Jesus. If you're watching on Facebook or YouTube, Send us a message or you can put it right there in the chat if you're brave enough and just say hey I'm I'm raising my hand. I I need Jesus today And all you need to do to have that first encounter with him is talk to him And, and you can just repeat after me if you want to just say dear Jesus today I want to begin a relationship with you. I want to have an encounter with you I don't want to live in isolation anymore. I don't want to feel imprisoned anymore. I don't want to be incomplete anymore I need that encounter with you that will change everything. And so today, I surrender my life to you. Please forgive me for all the days I've lived on my own, apart from you. From this day on, my life belongs to you. Please save me, change me. From now on, my life is yours, in Jesus' name, amen. Hey, if you prayed that prayer just now for the first time, good news. Now you're saved. Now you have a relationship with Jesus. Now you have a guarantee of eternal life when this life is over. You can live fear-free. I also want to talk to those of you who are here believers, but for whatever reason, maybe you haven't had a fresh encounter with Jesus in a while. Maybe you've even forgotten what that's like. And I want to pray for you today. Would you pray with me? Heavenly Father, I pray for each and every person who's watching this message right now. I pray for the ones who have a relationship with you but haven't had an encounter with you. Would you do that today? Holy Spirit, would you step into living rooms and homes, basements, bedrooms, wherever people are right now, and I pray that your your presence would be tangible there. God, we need a fresh encounter with you. We need a fresh encounter with you. Some of us are feeling very lonely and very isolated, and we need to be reminded that the God of the universe is right here in the room with us. Some of us have been very tempted to go back to old patterns and habits, and we've become imprisoned again by things that we, at one time, were free from. And so, Heavenly Father, I just speak your freedom over every single one of those situations. We break off the bonds of addiction and depression, God, we, I just speak freedom over your people today so that we could be complete in you. We can be whole in you. I pray that you would deliver that gift to each and every person who's watching today, Holy Spirit, and we thank you for it. In Jesus' name, amen. God bless you guys. Thank you for tuning in to church today.